0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: And we're back on Inside Black and Gold. One more segment here, and it's going to be the playoffs segment. playoffs, playoffs. Uh, Can we get a Christmas miracle extended? Did you hear the uh, Jim Mora rant about Morton Anderson's tweet? Yeah, I was pretty, uh, I don't want to say shocked, but it was definitely surprising. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And so this is kind of funny. So my wife, Claire, I was listening to that segment. We were in the hotel room and she she could hear it because it was on my phone. And at one point, Jim Mora, he said, he said, playoffs and and Claire was like, playoffs. <laughs> and I was help like, you realize that he's the guy you're quoting there? And she was like, What? Because she's she knows that like meme, but she didn't know sure. who Jim Mora was. Okay. Um and it was just funny because like that's how ubiquitous that that playoffs is that like she didn't even realize that's who it was, but she was like, you know, just you know, I triggered I, 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 it, right. I thought it was funny, but you know it's uh, it's very much a playoffs moment. It's like playoffs. We're just trying to win a a game, game. yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But and, and that's kind of where we are. It's like the Saints. We can talk about the playoff scenarios. We can talk about what other teams need to do to help them out, and they do need help from at least one other team. But at the end of the day, all the Saints can do is win two football games, get to nine and eight and hope for the best. And the fact is if you get to 9 and 8, you have a chance. I think something like a 12% chance based on the NFL's kind of projections, which right. is, you know, it's high enough that you're not going to as a team look at it and be like, well, that's that's not worth trying for. And it's frustrating because you know, like the Rams game, you know, as demoralizing as it was, it's not necessarily about it, not because you lost it that it's demoralizing. It's how you lost it. Because you know, if we go back to the beginning of the season, I I said, "Hey, this is going to be a very tough game to win." I projected it to be a twenty-eight to fourteen Saints loss, and it was more about the situation than necessarily the teams involved. You're going out west in a short week, and the failure of this t- season for the Saints was not necessarily losing that game. It was having to win that game. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: You put because, yourself in that scenario with other games you should you should have taken care of business beforehand.
1: Right. That was a schedule loss. Yeah. You know, like the, you, you yeah, it would have been great to win that game. But at the end of the day, you look at the schedule and you say, which games are the Saints at a disadvantage based on the schedule alone, to the point that you will have a hard time winning that game. And that was the biggest one yes. was short week going out west. And you and you lost. And I don't think you lost because of the short week. But at the end of the day, that was always going to be a difficult game and you and you and you lost it now and you come back now and you're like, well, okay, you could theoretically win four of your final five games, win your final two division games, go four and two in your division and still miss the playoffs. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that's where, where we can start is the NFC South right now, Bucks eight and seven, Saints seven and eight. Falcons 7 and 8. The funny thing is the Falcons currently rank above the Saints in the division, but actually have a lower percentage chance to get to the postseason than the Saints do. And it's and it's weird because their games remaining are against the Bears and the Saints and the Saints have the Bucs and the Falcons. But the, but the reason is because the Saints have the ability to hand both of those teams a loss and the Falcons do not. So that's kind of where you're at. Where the Saints... We're, there's no use talking about anything at eight and nine. So, for the purposes of this discussion, what are the? How can the Saints get to the postseason with a nine and an eight record? Right. That uh, we're going to start there. The Saints win their final two games. They beat the Bucs. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying that's the scenario to get to the playoffs. Is you beat the Bucks, right, you have to. <laughs> and then in Week 18, you beat the Falcons. So you would be nine and eight. The Bucks would have to be eight and nine for you to get in. Right, And so they would have to finish 0-2. And the problem is for that to happen, you would need the Panthers to go out in week 18. And they have it, the game is in Carolina and and win. I don't want to gamble on a 2-13 and 13 team winning, beating a division opponent for the second time in three weeks, four weeks. But that's where you are. What I will say is that in most cases when you have the literal worst team in the NFL, the, the a team that would be fighting for the number one pick in the draft, you go into week 18 saying, well, they're not going to win and they're not even going to try to win, right? Because it would only damage their own draft pick. Well, <laughs> the Panthers do not own their draft pick, so you will get a representative effort. So the question isn't whether they will try to win, it's whether they can actually win. And that's where I think you're probably run into your no scenario. I will say at least the
2: offense since Frank Reich, Mr., you know, the offensive mastermind was fired uh at least this past week against Green Bay, they I was surprised that Carolina was able to put up that many
1: points even. Yeah, Carolina, what what you can say if you're trying to if you're trying to convince yourself that there's a chance <laughs> is that Carolina is playing its best football of the season. Sure. And I mean I that's not saying much because they're 2 and 13 but they obviously beat the beat the falcons 9 to 7 the defense played well Bryce Young led a game winning drive right they came back from I think s- multiple scores down had the game tied at 30 to 30 against the packers packers went down kicked the game winning field goal so you know if you're the panthers there's no there's no incentive to do anything but try to go get a win that will make you feel good about going into next season with Bryce Young and everything, right? a sales pitch to the next head coach, whatever, whatever it is. Um, right. And so it's like, it's the opposite of what happened with the Eagles and the commanders, the then commander or the now commanders. It was then the football team in 2020, because if you go back to that game, the Saints, I'm sorry, the Giants, Eagles, and commanders were in a similar scenario. The Eagles were eliminated and the commanders just needed to win that game and they would clinch the NFC East. The Giants were sitting there, it was a Sunday night football game, I remember vividly, and saying, Well, maybe, maybe the Eagles can we'll, we'll go out there and try and win. Right? This was Jalen Hart's rookie season. The Eagles were gonna win that game. I, I like you what at halftime of that game, you're yeah. like, man, the commanders are really gonna blow this <laughs> gift-wrapped opportunity. Well, what did the Eagles do? They pulled Jalen Hurts at halftime, put in Nate freaking Sudfeld. Yeah. And then said, We didn't tank. We thought Nate gave us the best chance to win. Uh Jason Kelsey was on the sideline being like, like F these guys. Um because <laughs> that's tanking. <laughs> that's tanking. That's what tanking actually looks like. The the Panthers won't do that. And the funny thing about that game is Doug Peterson probably did it to save his job and then got fired anyway. And uh, they obviously hired Nick Sirianni and they continue to get better and better and better. They, they protected that draft pick um, and they are where they are now. The Panthers won't be doing that. So you, all, all you can do as the Saints is get to week 18 with a chance to root for the Panthers. You're right. And you, you mentioned,
2: you know, you, we heard from Dennis Allen and obviously that's uh, the team's focus. The Saints can't worry about what what's going to happen in the final week of the season. And a game that they don't control, you know, we can control, we can control kind of thing. So, yeah, right now they're just thinking about winning out. And a number one problem is going to be those Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
2: Is your reward. Medello, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois
1: Yeah. Now in terms of, so, so if the saints win this week, they can't be eliminated from the, from the division race, right? Like that, if they win this week, it'll go down to week 18. Yeah. uh, And we'll, so we'll have to keep talking about it (laughs) now, as far as the wild card, they can be eliminated this week even with a win because the Rams and Seahawks are currently at eight and seven. And that's, you know, I talked about last week is like, I was watching that Seahawks-Eagles game being like, oh, that was so cool. The Seahawks drove down the field and 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 uh, got that game-winning touchdown against the Eagles. And, ah, Drew Locke, good for him. And then I looked at the standings and I was like, son of a oh, bitch, right. that's actually a very bad thing. It just happened for the Saints postseason hopes. And, you know, that this is why. Because now the Eagles and the Seahawks, I'm sorry, the Rams and the Seahawks are at eight and seven. And this is the only way the Saints have a chance at the wild card is if one of those two teams finishes 0-2, right? And both, not both of them, one of them. If both of them finish 0-2 and, and the Saints finish 2-0, and they're in the playoffs no matter what. If both of those teams win, if the Rams and Seahawks both win and the Rams are facing, the, the Rams are at the Giants and the Seahawks are hosting the Steelers. If, if the Rams and Seahawks win both those games, then the Saints are eliminated from the wild card. If... One of those teams loses, if one of the Seahawks or Rams loses, then the Saints will stay alive in the wild card, and whatever team lost will have to lose again week 18. So if that happens, that's not the only thing that has to happen. Because keep in mind, the Saints have lost to the Vikings. They have lost to the Packers. They have lost to the Rams. They are not winning head-to-head tiebreakers against any of these teams. Nope. They are not winning divisional record, I'm sorry, conference record tiebreakers against any of these teams. So the only way they can win is if 3 of those 4 teams finishes at 8 and 9 or worse. Now, the Vikings and Packers. The one positive thing I can say for the Saints in this in this scenario is that the Vikings and Packers play each other. So that eliminates one of those teams this week. From being able to to go to and so what this if the if one of the Seahawks or Rams finishes 0-2, then whichever team wins that Vikings Packers matchup, the Saints would need to lose in week 18. So if the Vikings win, that would mean that the Saints need the Vikings to lose to the Lions, which I think is probably the scenario you should be rooting for so if i'm looking at this this week and saying well the rams uh the, the the seahawks lost to the steelers right and i want the vikings to beat the packers because the vikings would have to beat the lions and the packers face the bears a team that will probably be trying to <laughs> secure a draft pick here or there whereas right. the lions might be playing for for a first round bye. so uh, that th- that's the scenario If I had to be in it, that's what I would be rooting for. Okay, so if you're watching that Packers Vikings game, trying to decide who you want to win, I would say root for the Vikings so that they can lose the next week. Um, But that's it. It's actually pretty straightforward, right? So for the Saints, you need three of these teams to go to finish eight and nine. You need it's the Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, Packers. The Rams are eight and nine. Seahawks are eight and nine. One of those teams need to go zero and two, and then the whichever team wins this week between the Vikings and Packers, you would need that team to then lose week 18. And then the saints would need to finish at nine and eight again, highly unlikely, but that's, those are the games to watch. You can kind of ignore the Vikings Packers, despite what I just said, because the result at the end of the day won't really affect the saints standing until week 18, but the the teams you should be rooting for, Giants hosting the Rams, and and I'll give the Giants credit. The Giants are playing, you know, with pride at the very least. They gave the they gave the Rams a run. I'm sorry, the Eagles a run for their money, and so hopefully they can do the same against the Rams. If you're the Saints, and then root for the Steelers to beat the Seahawks. I don't know if if the Rudolph magic will extend beyond Christmas, but it was definitely there before Holy Christmas. Smokes. Yeah, so maybe my Mason Rudolph can do it again. But those are the those are the postseason uh, roads.
2: Yeah, and uh, the one fantasy league I had Pickens on the bench, big mistake there.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch any of that game. Again, I was like kind of, you know, in, in LA and we were kind of just doing our thing and I was kind of following the scores. But I looked and I was like, wait, how do the Steelers have 35 points? What happened? What happened to the Bengals? Um, yeah, they're talking Jake about Browning. How Mason, I thought he was the. Mason
2: Rudolph and Pickens looked like uh, Brady and, and Moss out there.
1: Yeah, Mason Rudolph made Jake Browning look like Charlie Brown, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that works. We'll take it. Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. But so you know, again, the, these are the these are kind of the depressing playoff roads. Again, for the Saints, all you can do is win and get yourself to Week 18 with a fighting chance. Now, I, I understand like people will look at it and say, "Well, I hope they lose and then go for it." You know, if that's what you want to do, yeah. Because at the end of the day, losing might be more beneficial in terms of that first round pick because if you want to look at the um, NFL draft order as it sits right now right going into week 18 I'm sorry going into week 17 the saints are 7 and 8 they're currently in line for the number 11 overall pick in terms of 7 and 8 teams there are 1 2 3 4 5 6 teams at 7 and 8 so if you start to climb up these, you can quickly, very quickly, get to sixteen, seventeen, eighteen in terms of your draft pick. And with a loss, you could, you know, the Jets are six and nine, the Bears are six and nine, so you could feasibly Atlanta is at number ten. So you could end up probably getting as high as a the number nine pick, maybe the number eight pick if the Bears and the Jets win another game. So I I, I understand why you would be looking at this and saying. Well, I don't want to win this week just to lose, just for the Panthers to lose, and then you ruin your draft pick for nothing. But as we've said a lot, the teams aren't looking at it that way. The team is looking at this and saying, we have a chance to go out and make the postseason. So we are going to win. We are not worried about our draft pick.
2: Yeah. And the last thing we've talked about this, I think, too, players could give a damn about a team's draft picks. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, they're, 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 they're playing for their jobs.
2: And and yeah, shoot. So is, yeah, obviously the coaching, a lot of, most of the coaches, you know, aren't, aren't given that luxury of, Hey, if you, you tank, you're, you're going to come guaranteed to come back next season either. No,
1: you know? again, like that's, that's the, you know, look at Doug Peterson in 2020. Right.
2: You could tank and set up somebody else with draft picks kind of yeah. thing. Nick, I, I'm I sure know. Nick
1: Sirianni was very grateful to Doug Peterson for tanking so that his rookie head coaching year, he could get a sure. higher draft pick. But yep. Doug Peterson didn't get shit out of that.
2: No, just <laughs> nice got little, fired. Nice little tip on the shoulder. Here's the door.
1: Yeah, Doug Peterson just got shit canned. He didn't get any. That's what he got out of that. So, again, it's like they're going to, the Saints are going to, now, and, and, and we're going to talk about this as the week goes on, I don't think the Saints are going to be competitive with Tampa. So we can, like, go all through that and say, like, well, they if they win, they have a chance. I don't think this is going to be a talking point after this week. I think Tampa going to wipe the floor with them. Oof. See, I
2: just think, obviously, the divisional matchups, I think, are always tight, and I'm hoping to see some more of a spark from this team on Sunday than we did last game. I don't want to say they came out flat, but I, the energy level just didn't seem as up as when I'm watching the, the like uh, Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay, those guys came out with you know tons of that energy and force, and you could tell right off the bat where this team just I I don't know if they don't have it or, or what it is.
1: Atlanta came out like a team that just got embarrassed by the Panthers. It's like, well, we can't <laughs> let that happen again. The only was, the the, the one was, positive thought, you'll see. Sorry,
2: sorry, I thought no. it was amazing. All of a sudden, you know, Arthur Smith using Bijan. Oh my God, Kyle Pitts caught a touchdown.
1: Uh, Heineke, baby. The one thing that the Saints have going for them is they got ten days off, so they'll be rested. It's like the opposite, right? You're talking about how you had this really difficult road trip and. Now you have ten days off and your easiest road trip in terms of you know what's that flight to Tampa like thirty five minutes? Yeah, right. Get a cup and you're landing. Yeah, so you know, and, and and the Saints have played well at Raymond James, right? Like if there's one thing over the last few seasons that's been pretty consistent is you send the Saints to Florida and they play well. <laughs> um, you know, whether it's Jacksonville, right? <laughs> you know, uh, they they play well in the state of Florida, so. Um, maybe maybe this is my you know whatever I say usually the opposite ends up happening so maybe this is me reverse jinxing them.
2: Uh, I'll take it right. Uh, why I don't he, gamble
1: because it happens way too often. Um,
2: yeah, and and the, the with this team, obviously with the Saints, we we don't know what you're going to get from week to week. There's
1: been no consistency. Yeah. All the the biggest point of consistency is if I ever describe something as having a snowball's chance in hell of happening, that's your cue to bet on the opposite because. I am almost always wrong when I am that confident. Unless it's UConn basketball. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> no, they did lose a seat in Hall. We oh. Jersey kids. Well, we get we you know, you, you find you find one every now and then. That's true. Yeah. Blind squirrels and whatever. There you go, right. <laughs> uh broken clocks and all that good stuff. But all right, this is inside black and gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. We're gonna wrap it up there. Saints going to the playoffs, baby. Book it.
2: Get ready for that. First-round matchup
1: against? Oh, the Eagles, and they're bad. No. Would it be Philly right Oh, would it, be it would be Cowboys? As of right now, it'd be the Cowboys, yeah.
2: I mean, no, nobody – I mean, we saw it the other day, obviously, San Francisco, how the mighty fall to this. There doesn't look to be uh, anybody at least asserting any kind of dominance. So anything's possible this season because it's been so wacky. I don't know how many different quarterbacks we've seen for all these – you know, teams across the NFL. Who knows? Maybe we'll see Jake Kaner in the finale, closing things out for this team. The way things have gone so wacky this season.
1: Yeah, the ultimate wild card for me has always been like, can you get Lamar Jackson to the to the postseason healthy? Right. And the answer to the last several years has been no, no, right. But what happens when you do? And I, like, I think you know, if I'm betting right now, I'm putting my money on the Ravens. Yeah. Because I just don't think you can match up with that guy. And the only reason that it hasn't happened yet is because he's been hurt. Now, will he get hurt again? I don't know. But you saw like he is when he is healthy and in his bag. I don't yeah. care what team it is. They're not going to be able to stop. Him. So that's like if I'm if I'm betting right now on who I think is going to win the Super Bowl, I'm going with the Ravens because the, the Chiefs are dead in the water, in my opinion. Like, I don't. Um, you just got to watch out for the refs tripping Lamar in the end zone. <laughs> what the hell is that, man? Can you imagine <laughs> if that was a close game and that's how they lost? Is a safety because the ref can't get out of the damn way? Because like, how many times have you seen that? Like he runs thirty yards back and then he just you know, you know runs. It's basically like a Madden clip, right? Like right. the Bo, you know, uh, Bo uh, Bo Jackson where he's like just chasing or uh, Michael Vick where like the entire defense, you know, miming running for you listening. <laughs> Yeah. All right, that's it. That's the Wait. tweet. All right, inside black and gold. Who dat? Go Saints. Be easy, all. Who dat? Peace.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy